Welcome to Hit and Park the Podcast. This is episode 19. Today we have a uh, super, super, super special, rich, elite, uh, all those words, uh, bougie uh, guest with us. Super, super, super special kid. He's a son of the king. Son of... No, we're not, we're not spreading false information today. We have, we have a very, very special guest with us. Uh, he is also a Ramapo graduate, but uh, he is a world traveler. We have with us uh, Sultan Muhammad Khan. Uh, so, you know, hey, I'm everyone. with Anthony. Now, Sultan, your intro, please. What's your, what's, what's, what are you about? How do you know us? Uh, what's your life story bro like how do we know story? you like what, what have you done throughout life where have you lived give us like a basic rundown. hold on perfect dimar when you when you're not talking mute your mic because it's hard to edit when i edit later okay. so just ask that question again say what's gotcha. your life story and so basically what's your life story like I, I guess like obviously how do we know you what have you done throughout your life that got you to here where have you lived places you've traveled to places you've lived like give us the whole rundown like what you went to school for all of it where do you want me to start you want me to like give you like a timeline or like how start from the beginning? Me? Start from the beginning, from when you were born, where you were born, and like throughout your life, where you lived, and like your experiences. Just the gist. We don't have to know. Yeah, you know, like that's we don't have to know okay. the dates of you know September 11th. I was here. Like we don't have to. Know yeah, that, right? I got you. I got you. <laughs> okay, so I was uh I was born in uh, West Virginia, uh, and then three weeks after I was born, I moved out of the U.S. Never came back to the U.S. until like 2012. And in between those years, I've been basically, because my dad is a diplomat. So as a diplomat, you basically every three, four, five years, you're, 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 you're as, a, as part of your job, you have to move to a different location every time. So ever since uh, the last place I can remember living is when I was like six or seven was in Senegal, which is in uh, West Africa. I lived there uh, for two years. That was when, like, basically I was doing, like, like I think it's called, like, KG1, KG2. And then um, after Senegal, we moved to Belgium for, for four years. And that was kind of, like, before middle school. And then uh, I moved to Switzerland right after that for another four years. And that was when it was, like, middle school and then high school. Because my school in Switzerland – like that school has it's like it's one whole school that has all grades from like literally from like kindergarten all the way to senior year high school all in one place i know you mentioned before that like in between these stops like do, isn't it like three years in these places and one year like back in saudi arabia how does it work oh yeah so between like for example between belgium and switzerland i lived in uh saudi arabia for a year so sometimes like between the places you move in you have to go back to saudi arabia for a year and then they move you to another place. So those that don't know, then, his, his home country is from Saudi Arabia, and is that yeah? There? Uh, I'm from Saudi Arabia, um, but I was. You have to going, like when you transfer all these schools. Did you have to like? How do these credits transfer? Like I know people have like these stories of how credits don't even transfer amongst schools in New Jersey, let alone like different countries and continents. Like how do they transfer from like fifth grade in Switzerland to like Belgium to Senegal to Saudi Arabia? Like how does that work? So I feel well when I was like, like, like Senegal, Belgium, like I had no clue. I was still a kid. Like my dad didn't tell me like all these things, but I remember um, from Switzerland when I moved to the U S um, it was just basically like a, it's kind of like a transcript type of thing. Well, you just had like, cause in, in high school you're taking like basic courses. So it's easier to tell 
So then what they do is they just match whatever course you took with the most relative course they have at the high school. And then they just basically like just transfer over the grades too. And then I guess they transfer over whatever hours or whatever classes you take. So they know how many classes you have left and know what year to put you in. Um, this huge culture shock. Yeah, there's, there's so many cultures. Like when you're like, you don't realize a lot of the culture shocks when you're a kid. But like a lot of them, I realized when I moved from Switzerland to the U.S. Like, for example, like, like the first thing we did when we got here was off the airport. We went to a restaurant and um, we ordered like a normal amount for what we thought was, which turned out to be like we ordered like maybe for like a family of 10, which because we're used to in, uh, in Europe are small portions. All, everything over there is small, small portions. You're getting like one, two, three appetizers, maybe two meals, because everything is like really small and you're sharing it. So we kind of did the same here, but then like everything was just huge. Even like the like the like the size drinks, like everything was just insane. We do the same thing here, but just just because we're all fat. <laughs> I mean, yeah, basically. <laughs> um, Where did you go like, after Europe? How'd you get back in the United States? I guess that's what was Switzerland will let you back to the United States. Was that like the next stop? Um, yeah, it's just the next stop, basically. So when my dad moved here, he was, um, he was working at the United Nations, actually, and, um, and the Saudi consulate, but working both places. So he didn't want to live in the city because like the city was way too hectic. And like just so much shit that happens in the city. So he wanted to live in the nearest place by the city, which was Fort Lee at the time. Uh, or now, basically. Um, so that's what we decided on because we went to the high school and stuff and they cared about um, like our, my, my, me and my brother's education. I have two brothers, one that's, uh, that's now 21 and one that's nine, nine years old. Um, so when we moved here, they really cared about our education. They saw that Fort Lee was, was a pretty good high school. But also one thing we didn't know was um, when we moved here was that you have to go to the high school that, from the town that you live in which is so weird to us. I don't know. It didn't make sense to us at all. I was like, why can't you just pick the school you want to? But I guess, I don't know why, but so we had to go to the Fort Lee High School. And um, yeah, and then after that, I graduated. I uh, basically had to do two more years. So when I, when I came to the US, I had two years left of high school. Graduated and um, I went to University of New Haven after that. And then I transferred to Bergen Community College and then to Ramapo, where I met Ditmar through joining a fraternity and then met Ronick and his uh, and Ditmar's other friends from his uh, hometown in Fairlawn. And here we are uh, today, I guess, all graduated. Now you're going to Montclair for your graduate degree. What was your undergrad degree in? So I graduated with a bachelor's in economics and now I'm doing my MBA with a concentration in finance that's awesome so out of all these places you could end up in the world you ended up on a Rampo college here in uh new jersey it's funny you're talking about, I think you've lived five continents right is it four or five um so after the you after well i when my dad came to the u.s uh and then four years passed he had to move to brazil and um that's where he is right now i didn't move with him this time because this time i'm, I'm like in college so i can I can stay by myself, basically. I, I've grown up enough to the point where I don't need to rely on my parents. So they moved to Brazil. If you don't count Brazil, then I, I've basically lived in every continent except South America 
Antarctica and Australia. That's awesome, man. I've coming from someone that's lived in one town his whole life. I think Ron, you've been in your whole life too, or were you out of Brook for a little bit? Uh, I lived in, uh, shout out, uh, Bourbonnais. I lived in Bourbonnais for a little bit. Then I lived in uh, Saddlebrook, and then I'm in Fairlawn. And meanwhile, we have someone else living in all the continents in the world, and then we've I've been restricted to this little small area where I grew up, like right behind myself, where I'm sitting right now. It's crazy how no. these things are so different for people and experiences. Yeah, no, it's crazy. Ronick, wait. So, do you know Dittmar before high school? Because if you were in another town, that means you went to a different high school, right? Or uh, I've school. known I've known Anthony since first grade. Oh shit! So, yeah, first grade. Shout out Westmoreland. Yeah, shout out Westmoreland. That's you know Hidden Park territory. So uh, first grade, I've known him. All those uh, other kids you know from Fairlawn, the ones you know, I've known since first grade as well. Uh, so yeah, you know that's how we keep it. So I had a question for you. You said uh, Senegal, and then uh, right? Yeah, Senegal and, and then, then uh, Belgium. Then Belgium and hey, Amon's in the back. Yeah, he <laughs> um, can't so, hear you have on. No, nah, I know you're rich, Khawaja. Anyway, so okay, um, <laughs> chill. Hey, Amon again. Hey, <laughs> yo, call him in. Let me just say what up. Amon. Hey, yalla. Amon. Hey, Amon, hey, yalla. Hold up. So for for those of you guys that don't know, uh, uh, Sultan eats a lot of zatar and pita. Uh, Eman brought that for uh, uh, Sultan once, and uh, Anthony called me the next day and said, "Yeah, what kind of story?" <laughs> yeah, he said, he said, he said, "Yeah, Eman brought that Middle Eastern pizza to Sultan." <laughs> it was mad good, bro. It was so good. <laughs> it was it was Zatan pizza. Somehow that became Middle Eastern pizza. <laughs> no, because he came inside with the, the the pizza box, and I was like, "Yo, he just brought pizza here." <laughs> and then so I opened the box, and I was dying. No, <laughs> take it easy, Eman. Salam. So coming back to that, so how? Uh, Wait, my sound. That was a nice sound. Is messed up now. Wait, somebody, somebody talk. Yo. Okay, yeah, we're good. All right, so that was a nice uh, intro to your roommate. Um, so coming back to our question, um, uh-huh. how was it with friends uh, when you were doing all this moving? Like, are you in touch with? with all of them for someone that travels a lot how do you maintain these relations uh um that's actually like one of the the downsides of like moving a lot is you say like you've been friends with Denmark since first grade i i'm not i don't know anyone that i that i've met in first grade like i have talked to any seen any of them probably don't even remember them um so like the thing is you keep moving and you keep making these friends and then you move and then you never see them again for the rest of your life. And um, that kept happening until Switzerland to the, when I moved from Switzerland to the US, um, it's actually a crazy story. So um, when I moved from Switzerland to the US, um, it happened like it was a sudden, like we didn't get an early notice that my dad was moving. Like he got in, he was like, all right, yeah, you gotta start packing everything. We're moving in like a week. I was like, what? Cause like when I was in Switzerland, I was like, I was at that age where like I can develop like friendships, like get close, like talk about stuff. Like when you were a kid, it was just like 
all bullshit. So like my friends in Switzerland, I thought like I was going to be close with and everything. And then suddenly like I get a week and then I have to like leave for good. Um, so basically like I just hang out as much as I could with them and then we moved. Um, I like, I, I had a few of them on Facebook, but then like Facebook died out and like no one, none of them used Facebook. So like for a couple of years, I didn't talk to any of them at all. And then it was crazy. So, and then when my family moved to Brazil, um, that's when I, so one of, one of my friends that was in Switzerland is from Brazil originally. His hometown is in the same hometown that my family moved in Brazil. So I posted a story one time when I went to visit my family in Brazil and um, he replied to it. He's saying like, no way, like you're in Brazil. And I thought he's just like, oh, it's cool. You're in Brazil. I was like, I, I said something to him and he's like, no, dude, like I'm from the same hometown. And I was like, I, I was so shocked because I have not talked to anyone ever since moving. And he apparently is in the same hometown as my family. And then I Did basically you go to me. No, yeah, we definitely met up. I go to meet him and like we were in like complete shock for maybe like 15 minutes. Like we couldn't even talk to each other. It was just it was just a huge shock. And then um basically he we kept, we we caught up on everything. We were like, "Yo, where did you move?" And then it turns out he moved to the city after Switzerland. So we were next to each other the whole time and we had no clue, which is another crazy thing. And then um it turns out that there's like this group chat in on Instagram with like all the kids that we all knew in Switzerland. And he added me to it when we met. And then we're all like, so we're basically like all still talking right now. Like everyone was shocked when I joined because they're like, yo, where have you been? And I just had no clue like about what was going on. And then basically, I'm like basically connected with like everyone that I knew from Switzerland now, which was like the power power of social media. Are you going to meet up with them again? The power of social media now. Are you guys planning to ever meet up like in the future and like all oh, hang out? 100%. Like we've, we've been talking about it and um, it's just with Corona right now, we're waiting for like that shit to pass. Like no one's in a rush. Like everyone that I knew in Switzerland is like in a different place in the world right now. Like one of them joined the military, like the Switzerland military. Now he's in India. Um, one of them that I knew, like a bunch of them moved to Canada. Some of them are still in Switzerland. Some of them are in France. So like, it's, it's just cool to like know like it's a small world like for that to happen like what are the chances but that's definitely uh, a true blessing and in, in that you said i like that you started this thing that's one of the downsides but uh as you can see you know that turned in a good way and now you guys are all in touch i never knew that about you by the way so uh shout out to that shout out to you being able to meet them uh and that's a big thing you know talking about you travel a lot now and you've done it a lot you moved a lot what are your plans for the future? Do you always want to travel like that? Are you always going to travel with Baba like that? What's your, what's your next couple of moves after the Masters? You're going to stay here, go back to Saudi Arabia, Ana Saudi. What are you going to do? Um, so like when I after high school and like I was picking out colleges, like I could have I could have like moved to like California if I wanted to. I could have moved anywhere, but I was like for once I wanted to like sustain like a con like being at a place for more than a couple years like having like like relationships with people for like 
more than two, three years, you know, like I want to be friends with like, like I, I, I've developed friends over high school and I want I didn't want to like lose that. So like, I wanted to stay local basically. So like, I would have like more like develop the same friends, like have better like communication with those friends instead of like moving to California and then like losing connections with like everyone I knew and then like everything fading out basically again. So I, I decided to stay around though uh, in New Jersey. And I kind of still want to stay in the area after after the NBA, but um, I also like my parents like which is like kind of a traditional thing where like you always have to be close with your family, you always have to be close with your relatives. So they want me to move back to Saudi Arabia because my dad is of course eventually going to retire and move back. He's going to move back, or he's going to come here. All right. So no, no. When he retires, he's gonna go back to Saudi Arabia. That, that's like a hundred percent sure. When is that? Oh, maybe like another six, seven years. Five so years. you're still you're move. still gonna be here for six, seven years. Um, I plan on being here for like yeah, at least another like three, four, five years. Like it, it it's very uncertain. That's the thing. Because like I I know for sure that I'm staying in the U.S. until I get a solid job. Like, I'm not moving back to Saudi Arabia unless they offer me something that, like, I can't refuse. Um, so that's kind of my plan. It's not a very clear path, but for now, I'm going to be still in the U.S. and maybe eventually move back to Saudi Arabia for good. Yeah, you know, even though Ronick thinks, even though Ronick thinks I'm never moving back. No, no, man. And, you know, inshallah, I'll bribe you him. get. Ronald, I'll bribe him. Don't worry. Inshallah, I'll inshallah, you get whatever you want. You know, uh, you know, life has taken care of you. You've done, become such a successful person. So uh, big, big, uh, mashallah to that. But uh, God will give you, will give you uh, everything you, you want, you truly want. Uh, I think your family would obviously want you uh, back where they are you've been distant with them for a couple of years now. So uh, yeah. who knows what happens, but I do know you'll get truly what you want. I don't know if you want to be here or uh, there. The reason I say you're going to be here is because you seem to like it a lot here. So I think Sultan, uh, the lifestyle here suits you because you were also traveling a lot when you were younger. So this would obviously suit you a little more, but uh, we'll see what that, that life takes you. If I were to, like, if I if I could make an interest bet on this, not a not a bet bet like a gamble, if I could make a stock market interest <laughs> take on this, I would put it on the stock that says that says Sultan stays here. I Sultan, knew it. Sultan stays here. You keep saying that, but I know eventually, like I'm gonna move back to Saturday for good. Maybe I, maybe you know I'm I'm gonna go there inshallah one day, but maybe I can uh, do Hajj there one day. You gonna do Hajj? I will. Inshallah. I have to ask you, what is your favorite place in the world that you've traveled? Like, it doesn't have to be somewhere you live, just somewhere you've been. Like, I guess, like, what's your favorite country you've been to, and like the experience that you had there that made that your favorite country you've been to? Like, just from the country itself, like nothing else. Just like a pure experience, like a base experience wise. It doesn't have to be somewhere you live. Like just say you went there for a week vacation. Like what was your best experience somewhere? Dubai was one of them. Uh, Cause I got to skydive there and then like, just like all the buildings and then like, just like how everything there is just like on another level. It was, it was pretty cool to see. 
But then, Wait, like, so also, where you going? What kind of co- cars do the cops drive? I heard the, co- the cops there drive, like, Ferraris and shit. Yeah, they have, like, they have all supercars. They even have, like, Bugattis and, like, Lambos and everything. Well, because if they had regular cars, they wouldn't be able to catch anybody if they were speeding or something, right? Because everybody has, like, sports I mean, cars. No, there. In the U- no. Uh, no, dude. That's what I, thought. That's what I no. always thought. No. How do you think cops in the U.S. catch other people? You think their Ford, like, Crown Victoria is faster than, like, uh, like other cars? Well, every, everyone there has a sports car. Not everyone here has a sports car. If everyone there has sports cars, then, like, you have to have a sports car to keep Dimar, up. That's like, such a marketing big common misconception. Like yeah. you go to Demar thinks you land in Dubai and everyone has a Lamborghini. Like yeah, the dude, taxi driver like is that. like, "Yo, bro, don't scratch my car. It's a Lamborghini, bro." Like <laughs> luxury cars and Ubers. There. Luxury cars and Ubers there are just regular cars because everything's a luxury car. So dude, they want I'm, the I'm car feeling. Like you can go to Manhattan. We're also in a very, very, very blessed area. Where like if you go outside and see an S five fifty, you'll be like, eh. You'll just be like, eh. But like around the world, S like Sultan's dad drives in an S five fifty. Like it's a pretty like, you know, his is obviously bulletproof. But still, like if we see it, we'll be like, eh. But like in reality, hundred thousand dollars, you know, is a is a big boy car. Sultan also has a Mercedes Benz Quick Flex. No comment. How was skydiving? Like, was it like the build? Was the build up the scariest part? Like, how was it? Like the the minute you like left the plane? Like, I guess just give us like a quick rundown. I won't, always wanted to, but right, I feel like so I don't the balls too. Me, like, I live for those things. Like, I I never get scared. Like roller coasters, like anything that's like extreme. I I like when like we were doing the sky when I was doing the skydive. Um, ever since getting on the plane and going up, no fear, nothing, nothing, nothing. Even like they open the doors and like so like it's a like it's a row of people that jump out and I was like the last person. So like I I had tension building up from me. I didn't feel anything, but then the second you jump off for like literally one second, you feel like your balls just drop to the ground. And then after that, you literally don't feel anything. Like it's just like you as if you're in space. Basically. Were you with the over here, I think in America? You can't uh, go alone for like your first like five times or something. Were you alone or were you with someone? Oh no, you're definitely like you're definitely attached to like a trained like professional. I guess that's like from that company. Like you, yeah, you, yeah. you can't go by yourself for sure. Yeah, I think yeah over here you have to get some like training. Uh, you have to show them that you could like jump out alone. But uh, that's pretty crazy. sure there's like a license for it or something. How long do you fall like before you pull the parachute? You're, dude, you're falling down for like, <laughs> it feels like forever, but it's like a minute, minute and a half tops. And then the parachute, once the parachute is pulled, that's the best part, to be honest, because you're literally midair. And then, so like the reason I, like I could have skydived in the US if I wanted to, but I wanted like the view, which is like a big thing. Cause like I could have done it in New Jersey, but then like, what am I seeing? Like a bunch of farmland and a bunch of trees. But I did it in Dubai because like once you open the parachute, you see like a crazy perspective of the city that you can't see from like just standing on the, like walking and like just like visiting places. It's like, it's completely different. It's insane. So if I'm someone that like will go on any roller coaster, that's who I am. And like, I like to do anything. And like, I guess the craziest equivalent I've done to that is maybe like parasailing, which is nothing even close to that, which I like, I thought was just nothing, but like, you think I would enjoy something like that. If I, I'm not afraid of any roller coaster I guess the only thing I'm not, I don't mind planes. The only thing I don't like for some reason is building heights, but I don't right. mind. Have you, heights. have you ever been on a, like the free fall thing that goes up and down? Yeah. Six flags. They have one that's like just as big as King of Ka. 
which is yeah. like 40 stories up. So I'd rather parachute than do that one at the one at the King Deca. By like it's a, a it's the build up when you go slowly up and you're just standing there. The one like the the King Deca's, I think King Deca's like 30 to 40 stories, like I said. Yeah. And it's just like you're standing there first, and all of a sudden it's just like like you're literally like you if you spat, which I'm not saying I have before, but I have. Like you beat the spit down. Like I yeah. spat and like you get to the grounds faster than the spit gets to the grounds. Yeah, exactly. So you know that feeling when it drops? You feel that when you jump off the plane for one second or two seconds and then that's it. You don't feel anything. We gotta go. When we going? I wanna go I wanna go so Yo, let's go. Would you go? I'm actually down. My parents are, my parents are going again in uh at the end of November. Where are they where are they going doing it? They're going to Dubai. Yeah, I, I would. I really want to do Dubai, but I'm like, let's do it in this area if we can't. Like, oh yeah, I'm down. I think they have some in Sussex County, like out west. I know that shit's like probably kind of cheap, but it's not a bad person. Yeah, experience. it's not. It's not expensive. I'm actually down to go. Like, I'm. I'll I, want, probably I, piss my I pants. want. I want to see Ronak do it too. Would you do Ronak? Yeah. I'm not um, a rides person. No, I'm not a rides person, but uh, I told my family, all my brubas, I told them that uh, whenever we're like together and like have time 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 uh where we have a day to kill we would do it so i gave them my word on that so i'm definitely you know if i'm alive and healthy to do it i'll do it um but to switch uh, topics up uh sultan uh we do a little bit of rapid questions uh oh, so uh, nah it's all right so uh, first first nah nah there's 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 no pressure of course there is it the same you ask the same questions to everyone or nah 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 we wouldn't ask the the same we wouldn't ask the same questions bro you're you're a special special guest bro so uh first question uh favorite food sushi favorite place you've lived switzerland uh favorite place you take a friend of the other gender out all you can eat sushi. <laughs> These are too easy. Let's see. Um, what's your what's the what, you, what do you spend the most money on? Like, don't say rent and like like luxury expenses. Uh, uh on stocks and options. Uh, and probably food. What do you want to be? You never said what you want to be. I don't care about your degrees and stuff. What do you want your purpose on this life to be? What's your purpose here? Why does Sultan Khan, so Sultan Muhammad Khan, why does he wake up? I I feel like in the end, I just want to give back. Because like I feel like I've been blessed with a lot. And there's a lot that people haven't seen. There's a lot that people haven't done. And why why do I get to do it and they don't? It's, I don't like we're all we're all the same in the end and everyone deserves a, a chance of doing something they Alhamdulillah. facts facts where do you see yourself like what like i obviously did what do you want to like have your impact what is like something you'd want to work and like do like what is like a career that seems like promising so right now uh right now i'm actually working on my own like company like i'm developing an application it's a fintech application that like basically like a it's like a financial analysis tool. Like you basically connect your bank account, you connect your like debit cards, credit cards, and then it'll just tell you everything about like budgeting, like spending, like how much you're spending in like food and like shopping. Like you can set your own budgets, um, how much income you're getting, like your cash flow, everything. 
and we're doing this like so you have a lot of those available in the u.s but what, what we're doing is the same but with banks connected in saudi arabia because in saudi arabia yeah, they don't have that there right yeah they don't have like if you open up your app store in saudi arabia you know you, you won't find any of those like they're just not available so we're trying to take advantage of that and that's what we're i'm doing right now how long would the launch be taking? Like, is it over a year out? Like, how long is? You said you're doing the business side of it, and you have a friend doing the operations, and another. Friend yeah. So doing my it. cousin, like, we're close. We're very close, and he's a he's a developer, and we both know a mutual friend who's a very good developer too. So they're both developers, and then like I'm handling the the business aspect, but then we're all in it together. Like, they help me in this part. I'll help them in that part. Like there's a lot of stuff that's not like business or programming that's like important, like the user interface, like how it's going to look, like what do we want to bring to it? Like there's all that too. And then there's like the regulations too that we have to like deal with like Saturday because like the idea of like an app, like using like information of people's like, like banking information hasn't been allowed until like last year. Like they just opened up regulations for people to do that. So we're trying to take advantage of it, but like, it's kind of new. So like, we have to figure out what the regulations are. So like, there's a lot of shit. So you, you do want to be an entrepreneur. You're basically, you're saying like run your own business or create something not, you don't want to like work a regular nine to five. Yeah. Eventually like I want to, I want to own something that's mine. I don't want to work under someone. I don't want to be told what to do, especially if I could, if I think I can do something better and I don't have that power to do it. If I'm working under someone, then I feel like I'm like holding myself back from something. So, yeah. Uh, that was a, I like that answer a lot. Uh, what's your favorite car? Uh, Aston Martin DB9 and uh, Bentley Classic. Continental GT. Classic. I feel like the Bentley one is too like, mainstream but w12 bentley that's a classic but the smr db9 like doesn't come close like that's my favorite favorite my brother wants an aston martin and show like he can get one but uh we'll see (laughs) yeah we'll see he's a doctor but i think uh tesla will do him better not now though (laughs) because i feel like you have to wait till like the charging stations expand and like everything yeah, but in, in Cali, in Cali, in, in our area, it's everywhere. In these areas, bro, if, like, it's so easy. Like, at Bergen, they had Tesla charging stations. Like, you're Gucci. That's the Duncan by my house has them, bro. Like, there's literally the Duncan right down the road for me. Bro, they're releasing Duncan merch tomorrow. I'm trying to cop some. Where? I've got a Duncan merch. Dude, online. Like, they released them two days ago. And they got sold out in like an hour. And they're like, okay, we're re-releasing them um, tomorrow, November 18th. You're such a sus boy, bro. Like, Bro, it looks fire. Like the marriage was fire. So, uh, all right, guys, that was a quick break. Welcome back. Uh, for those that didn't know, Sultan Khan is a man of many, 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 many talents. His uh, side hustle talent, which he makes like four or $500,000 a year doing. Easy. Uh, easy. <laughs> He is a, he's a DJ and uh, he's not just any type of DJ. He's a great DJ. So uh, I want Sultan to talk about his, his DJing and how that came about and uh, 
where he's at with that? Uh, so I don't know. I feel like ever since I was a kid, I used to just listen to a lot of music. And then uh, actually when I first moved to Ramapo, this one kid who his name never be mentioned ever again. Um, Is it? <laughs> I'll, I, yo we blank out names so yo dimar the best part about this one is i only have to blank out this part there's nothing i, I have to blank out because exactly we, we kept it halal I kept it halal <laughs> i'm keeping it easy for you guys <laughs> um he he had a we were chilling in his dorm and he had like his dj controller or whatever and i was like yo that's fucking sick and he's like yeah just like play on it if you want like just try it out and i like i kept like playing with it like fucking with music and I'm like I fucked with the heavy and then basically we joined a fraternity and when we throw parties I would just DJ and then it was just it was just a thing I caught on and like I was having a lot of fun doing it so I decided like if if this is like something I like and enjoy why not like make it a side hustle you know what do I get to lose from that so I just kept like going with it. I bought my own DJ controller eventually. And then I'm working on it. And now I'm like, and I'm still like practicing, but I don't know, I'm making my own mixes right now. And what program do you use? I use uh, Serato, Serato DJ. Uh, eventually, like I'm starting like, like calling, hitting up bars to like just DJ weekends, you know. It's a win-win. You're getting paid and you're, and you're having fun. And they give you like free food, free everything. So, yeah, I got you I definitely got with a with a couple bars. Uh, Being Vulcan, like you know, the Green Rock. No, Texas no, don't, you can't start at those places. Those are like no. you need to be someone. But uh, as far as the as far as the local bars go, yeah, we got a couple of uh, connects. The Patterson bars, we got. Well, what major... about the Fairlawn bars? He went to Sasha's the other day, Sultan. He knows. There's not place. so yeah, like there's there's not that many uh, Fairlawn ones that like have like live music, but uh. The Patterson ones, we have a lot of a lot of pull. Yeah. So Patterson. if you ever have a weekend and you can spin up records, we don't have to go to the Middle Eastern places because you don't play those songs. Those are my type of songs. Yeah. But, um, no. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> Dude, that's the only thing. Like, Bushrith Kate is not. Like, Kate is not on Sultan's playlist. <laughs> yeah, <no. laughs> but uh, no, nah, we could definitely find some. Uh, maybe a nice 20, 30 minute gap of. Sultan spinning up some uh, records uh, at a at a club, and I definitely like to hear that. Uh, so, yo, send me that mix though, for real. I won't share. I got it, you. you play on top of like regular beats, so like in popular songs, you create like is it purely like new ones, or is it, like a mixture of like regular beats from songs and like your own? Like, how does it work? Uh, it's basically it's a bunch of like it's a it's a mix of everything. So you have like just the regular songs with like. Uh, like the same song basically and then you have like remixes of like different songs so you have like redrums you have like like you have mixes remixes based on genres like you have dance hall like remixes of songs you have like house remixes of songs you have dubstep um but the thing is like a lot of people when they listen they don't want like some like they're used to listening to a type of music so they enjoy that a lot more often especially when like it's a club and people are like fucked up so i i stick to like like the regular like original versions and uh simple like redrums and uh remixes but when i'm doing house it's like that's a whole different story with houses like you have like a whole bunch of remixes for like one song you can pick from so you have more options with house 
I remember we used to play uh, the, at the parties and stuff. You play good songs, like you mix it up. Like people would always get you always get pissed because people would always request songs that they want, and you already had like a set list, so it like threw you off. Oh, so that you was get the worst. So I enjoyed DJing parties, but then I wasn't having fun at the parties because I was just behind a booth. So what I did was I recorded. DJ the mixes has before. to be ready for that, bro. That's you a DJ. That's a DJ's job. You have to be ready for like ten drunk people to come to you and be like, "Yo, See, I would, I would yo, play, play, uh, Old Town Road." <laughs> I would be completely, I would be completely fine with that if I was getting paid to do it. But I'm not getting a single dollar, so I'm not dealing with it's shit. It's not about the money, paid. bro. It's not about the money. It's about the passion. That's what that, that, See, passion, passion is what separates have- the real from the fake. I don't, I don't have passion for people that keep asking me for song requests. So can you play Old Town Road? Right now? Nah, nah, but you got to send me that mix. How long is that mix you made? It's uh, it's one hour. I'll listen to it for real. Send it to me. I did not know okay. that about you. I never knew you took that seriously. Cause yeah, let me let me know how the mix goes. We I'll listen to the whole thing. I'll send it to my boys too that listen to this. Amir, he this is his genre. You said house. He listens, uh, he listens to house all of that what? i know his is like like you know kaigo yeah avici like that's his that type but he also yeah. listens to a it's lot like of EDM. house yeah but okay. house is technically edm too technically but like, i'm just saying, on, I, I like i like i like a deep house too deep house is pretty nice yeah this is more deep house though the mix Sultan only plays in 1975. It's his favorite band. Yeah, right there. That flag. The GOAT. I see you're a Milan fan. What's, is soccer your favorite sport? And if so, soccer. why is that the wrong answer? Uh, first of all, it's not soccer. It's football. But because this is America, we have to rely on soccer. Even though American football doesn't use a real ball. It uses like an egg and doesn't use their feet. So... Very, so you're a big weird. so you're used to being it's soccer's a fifth fiddle here probably it's lucky if it's even in the top five how do you how do you rank your favorite sports i know you say soccer's your favorite like how do you rank those main core sports uh, in this country soccer and then basketball and then american football and then uh, probably like ufc and then every other sport and then golf and who's then your baseball. favorite who's your favorite fighter habib Habib, he's done, bro. He's done. All right. Finished undefeated, right? Yeah. All right, Peter. 30 now? 29. 29. He needs to get to 30, bro. He needs to come back for one more. You're being a typical American right now. He needs to get 30. He's not like Conor McGregor who'll retire and then, like, go against his own word. Just like Floyd Mayweather, too. Yo, but I'm excited for uh, Mike Tyson. Isn't that that's that's a big right? no, but it, it got pushed back to like Thanksgiving, right? Ish. Thanksgiving after Thanksgiving, know. right? Isn't it the Saturday? Uh, we spoke about that fight actually. Me and you, so then I remember. Yeah. Oh yeah, we did. Uh, and remember, because he- I was at, I was asking if you're gonna watch it. You're like, at that point, you're like, I don't know, but uh. I told you I was like, bro, it's gonna be a crazy oh, fight. Crazy. Uh, what's the? F- 
I thought that I thought that uh, Roy would have called. It's November twenty eighth. So yeah, twenty sixth oh, is shit. Thanksgiving. That's Thursday. So Saturday is the fight. So they're not gonna have Thanksgiving meals. <laughs> that's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know my friend from high school, uh, who was a wrestler. He never had a Thanksgiving meal in high school. Isn't that crazy? I've never had a Thanksgiving meal. You were at my grandma's house. I mean, last I haven't year. either. That's I mean, no, 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 no. I'm not talking like I'm not talking traditional. Like I'm saying, just like like Thanksgiving in my house is just like we make like a bunch of cool dishes and eat them. But it's not like turkey. Like that's ugh. Like turkey. Like <laughs> <laughs> like if there's no shawarma, Yo, man, facts. it's not worth it. But uh, Bro, turkey is not good. I, I don't like turkey. Like it's like all right. Shout out, shout out, uh, Fatal's. Shawarma is on uh, is on point with the uh, Fatals. Facts. Yo, you should That's... get them on on the podcast. Yo, nah, we should just go there. We should just, bro. If we get them on the podcast, then you would have to translate. <laughs> <laughs> bro, concept Thanksgiving, but with like like halal food, like 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 shawarma, like juicy, like that kind of food. That's a concept. That's that's yeah. how we do it every year, get bro. Juicy, <laughs> get juicy on the podcast, bro. Juicy catered for Thanksgiving. We had them on the podcast, Sultan. Like we had their the. Uh, like not them, but their food. We reviewed it, and they reached out to us on Instagram. They we lost. Juicy platters. They lost. Guys. They lost to Halal guys, but still. It was three to one. I'm pretty sure. I think me, Ronald, and someone lose else. To Halal guys. Halal guys in the city. Like you have to try the car. Oh, you never had city. it. I I, I brought it from the one in Teterboro. Nah, because that's see that's see, that the one's... thing. Nah, <laughs> nah. So when I said that, Alex and Ravi and Dimar were like, "Bro, Teterboro sucks." I was like, "I don't even go to that when I go to the city." So I drove yeah. to the city picked it up, came back for the podcast and they tried it and they were like, bro, this is intense. So no, this, the city uh, 53rd and 6th yeah. is the best is the best one. Oh, now I'm craving it. Fuck. <laughs> Yo, I haven't, going, I haven't had right meat now. in like two months. So, well, once you're, once so. you're done, we got to get it. <laughs> nah, we could go and get it, bro. You, you eat it. I have, I'll look at you and be happy. We'll take a bet. Say less. Sultan, we'll go next week or something. Word, I'm down. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! But, but for it to be the experience, we have to go at three a.m. Like at night, night. They're it, not you, dude. You can't eat a lot of food like unless it's like late. Like you can't have that shit like for lunch. That's not the wave. You have to have it later. Bro, at night. we used to go get shawarmas yeah. at ramp all the time. I can't I'm eat that late, bro. That's my. That's like Juma, Sultan, Sultan, me and Juma. Talal. Sultan, yeah. me and Talal drove to Fatal's and got a and got a, a shawarma. And then me, Dipmar, Amir, and Talal went to Albasha. Yeah, <laughs> bro, those drinks were so good. And then you guys learned this. Yeah, yeah, Talal. Bro, was, the, the uh, platters were yeah. massive. We got like two of them. We thought it'd be like enough. It was literally like enough for like ten people. We didn't know. Nah, it said for so. Shout out to Albasha for thirty-five dollars. They have a. Uh, it's supposed to be for two people, but it's trays of food. We were four, so we got two of them. We're like 70 bucks, not bad, 35 each uh, person, 35 for two people, whatever. So it came in two trays. It was meat and rice filled with like unlimited pita. But, you know, that's that's how we do. The Lao yeah. took it back home and enjoyed it with the Nepali kids. He had so much food. He said it lasted like four days. Jesus a lot of fucking food but but uh sultan it was definitely uh a pleasure learning from you you're a world traveler you're a, a big elite elite guy big, big, say big illegal big elite stock market big, big you're a money man but um it was a blessing no wrong uh, if that's you 
Nah, dude, I'm yeah, bro. yeah, okay. That's why it, you're hiding your gold chains right now. It was I don't have any gold uh, chains. It was a it was a blessing uh having you on and learning from you. And uh definitely we'll do it again. We'll go out and get some shawarma inshallah soon. Uh hopefully we're all uh uh safe and uh to your family give them my regards. Uh Walid Yusuf, Mama Baba and uh well, it's weird and... to say it when in the podcast because no one knows no one i never mentioned their names and then ronick just mentions them <laughs> because we're foreign we care about that stuff i bet you the frat kids are like who's waleed who's Yusef? <laughs> who's Yusef? <laughs> you have a brother <laughs> well he found out like last week like or a couple weeks ago that sultan had a brother uh, yeah That's but funny. No, dude, thank you uh, and thank Anthony for introducing uh, us. You know, I got a different perspective getting to know you and uh, I'm learning from you and, and alhamdulillah, you know. We, for those we, who don't know, Ron hated Sultan before yeah. he knew him. He just yeah, he assumed he hated him. I didn't, I didn't hate I, him. I think I, he still hates me. I, I, he nah, hated him by association, nah, but he still hated nah, him. I didn't hate him. He's, Sultan is my, uh, my, my brother. Anyway, dude, Sultan, thank you and, you know, uh, you know, God willing, you get whatever you Say want. Say hello, bro. Yeah, God willing, you get everything you want in life. I know you will. Keep keep uh, doing what you love and bless. I'm going to download that app. Once it comes out, I'm going to download it. Yeah, for Saudi Arabia, you're going to download it. I am. Yeah. I am. you damn right. I'll open an account there. <laughs> Yo, invest it for me. I'll so get Saudi email, Arabia. Email me your mix, bro. Right now. Email me your you. mix. All right? Email it. All right, guys. Uh, like, email it right now. Thank you for having me. All right. Uh, this podcast is rich. Uh, you all, you guys are rich. Delta Law and Salah Junior, I love them. <laughs> <laughs>